Welcome back to another episode of Insidious and Ghost Talking Football slash Football Talk. Today we are going through the draft and some of the good draft picks that was made and also some of the trades that happened during the draft. All right then. So, uh, I got nothing for the draft. That those, those be your notes. Uh, my notes are for the second week of the United States Football League. And uh, once again, they did not disappoint. Oh, yeah, I forgot about we didn't do the USFL. Well, looks like we're covering that tonight, too. So, all right. So, starting off, in the USFL, again, the, well, we already mentioned this last week because we were late in our podcast, but we know in the Northern Duel, the Generals fear the Panthers 10-6. So, then... In the Keystone Battle, the uh, Philadelphia Stars defeated the Pittsburgh Ballers, third to twenty-three. Um, which I got right, and Sidious got wrong. And the Birmingham Stallions defeated the Houston Gamblers in a wonderful close game all the way to the end, thirty-three to twenty-eight. We both got that one right. And and the Breaker Brave Brawl, the Breakers. Destroyed the bandits 34 to 3, which I predicted the breakers he said bandits, so I got all three right. Um, she only got one right. Uh, well, I decided to see the breakers destroy the bandits. I thought it'd be a closer game than that. That was, that was just a blowout. But uh, the breakers are, I guess, a better team. Um, Anyway, did you see any of the, any of the games, or were you working? Did you have to work? I always work. I mean, it's just what I do. Right. I mean, did come you get on. the highlights, at least? No, I didn't. Not this time. Uh, well, yeah, like, like I said, you missed a couple of good ones. I mean, the Mullins and Star game and Stallion game again. Those were two close games. They went to the end. I mean, you can tell that these are – they're hungry. They want to. They want to play. I mean, it's not. It's not. Some say it's all about getting to the NFL and and making your number. But here's the thing: when you've got a lot of people that are former NFL players, and so is it. Is it still about getting to the NFL, or is it just maybe making your name somewhere else? Like let's face it. Like you know, we both like wrestling, and you know, everyone says the big names ever is the WWE because they're like. WWE is equivalent to the NFL or something like that. Right. But but then, you know, I, was, eh, I couldn't make it in WWE, so I go to Impact. Would Impact be considered the USFL? It's, it's, it's big, but it's not as big. You make your name somewhere else. Does that, does that make, do you know, do you know what I'm trying to ask? Yeah, I get is it. Making, I mean, is making your name somewhere else other than the NFL, does that still make you a good name? I mean, let, let's see. You know what I mean? Um, I'd like to say yes. Okay. And I'm going to say yes because the NFL think that in order to play you got there, you got to have a big name attached to you or some court of 
rather than skill, they want to try to make money off your name. Is that fair enough? Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. I'm that's I'm glad you brought that up because half of the players that are over there are all from practice squad and undrafted. And I I watch some of these games, and there's a lot of talent out there. So, what? Why are you wasting your draft picks just to have them sit and never play the game? Well, is it really their fault? I mean, look at the drafts. How many call? How many college teams are there? Like thousands? Easy. Easy enough. Yes. But and you got thirty-two teams in the NFL. Each team gets what about sixty, give or take. Well, what I'm also trying to figure out, okay, and, and don't get me wrong, but I look I mean, not, at not, not everybody gets to go to the NFL. Is what I'm trying to say. And when they do, they go on, um, like I said, the practice squad. But how much talent on that practice squad? We're seeing it. Half of them guys could have been great. And they wasted two or three years on the practice squad for what? To never touch a football in a game? Ain't that what they're all there to do is play the game? Isn't that what the preseason is for? for them to... Preseason has nothing to do with practice squad. No, it's what they are. They're no, just practice. But that's, when the, but that's when the backups, the backup of the backups get their chance to play. So the football, the coach can say, oh my gosh, maybe I do have a jump here. Maybe I should try using him. Yeah, but I like how they they work it um, with the two quarterback scenario. Um, I think they should do that more. I do. I mean, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, two quarterbacks goes a long ways from just one. That's, that's what's going on is with the Stallions. I mean, because they went on, went on and it's uh, working for them. And I agree. Right. So let's... Uh, down. I I got the draft up. I mean, if you want to run through it. Well, uh, just in case if I have to disappear for a few minutes because I have wife to pick up in about a half hour. Let's quickly run down week three, just in case if I have to disappear. Fair All right. All right. So week three. Oh crap! Give me my. Oh my I, mean, I got the games. I got the games. My dumb dumb forgot to write down. <laughs> Forgot to write down the times. Oh. Sorry, we can just run them down. Right. Okay. All right, ready. All right. So. I think these are central times. Um, it looks like two games are on Saturday. They'll both be on Fox, and there'll be two on Sunday. One's going to be on USA, and the Sunday night game will be on Peacock only. Oh, hopefully people ask Peacock, otherwise you can't watch that game. All right, so for the Fox game, Saturday, 3 p.m., both teams are one and one, and it's... uh, well, the, the, looks like they're doing another. Uh, nope, don't, they're both in the South. It's the Tampa Bay Bandits, who just got themselves destroyed by the Breakers. 
against the Houston Gamblers, who also comes off a tough loss against Sarah, but they, they, they had a they had it going. So we're going with the, the Bennett's and Gamblers. I'm gonna go with Gamblers on this one. Or because Unless you think maybe getting yourself giving your getting an asshole can give you a wake up call. Usually. So what are you thinking? Bandits or gamblers? Oh, bandits. He loves the underdog. I do too, usually. Alright. Um let's see. That game was a three. Did I mention three? No, we did. Well I did now. Alright, Saturday night football. It starts with seven. Ugh. It's kind of sad how they, the schedule came down because they're, I was kind of hoping we'd get a couple of unbeatens for a while, but nope, nope, they're just going to throw them out right now. The only two teams that are unbeaten will face each other. Stallions and the Breakers. Oh, boy. I'm going to go with the Breakers. Stallions. On Sunday, on one thirty on USA, there's the two teams that are zero and two. So someone's going to get a win. Uh, you got the Maulers. Now they'll tie. They can't tie the USFL. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Uh, the Maulers and the Panthers. Maulers. Maulers. Watch our both our predictions wrong. And Sunday night, both teams are one and one. You get the generals and the stars. I'm gonna go with the stars. Yeah, me too. Alright. So that's uh that's all I I have to be honest. Okay, go ahead. What do you got for the NFL? All right, uh, we'll go with the first round. Um, first pick was Jacksonville Jaguars. They tr- they picked uh, Trevon Walker of Georgia, position edge. And then Detroit Lions had this. Position what? Edge. Edge? What the hell's an edge? Um, edge position is, uh, they most generally focus on pass rush. So it's a, oh, it's a, so it was the DE. Yeah. So it's a defensive end. Yeah, pretty much. Then uh, Detroit Lions had the second pick, and they picked Aiden Hutchinson, also edge from Michigan. And Hugh, third was the Houston Texans, and they picked up Derek Stringley Jr., center back of LSU. Cornerback. Yep. And New York Jets also selected a cornerback, Sauce Gardner of Cincinnati. Wait, wait, was that a cornerback? Corner, CB. Number five was the New York Giants. And they picked up Kayvon. If I mess this up, I apologize. Thibodox Edge from Oregon. So everyone is focusing on their defense. 
uh, for the most part. Uh, the sixth pick was the Carolina Panthers, and they picked Ica Ekwundu, OT of North Carolina State. That's an offensive tackle. Uh, seven was New York Giants, and they picked Evan Neal, OT, Alabama. So, so, so far, you're two for two, um, which is the secondary. Most of them are focusing on their line. Except for number eight, Atlanta Falcons, Drake London, wide receiver, USC. Okay. Number nine, Seattle Seahawks. They picked Charles Cross, OT, Mississippi State. Number 10 was New York Jets, Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Ohio State. With the number 11 pick, New Orleans Saints pick, Chris Olaf, wide receiver, Ohio State. 12, Detroit Lions, J Jamison Williams, wide receiver, Alabama. With pick number 13, the Philadelphia Eagles picked Jordan Davis, DT, Georgia. Number 14, Baltimore Ravens, Kyle Hamilton, safety, Notre Dame. Number 15 was the Houston Texans, and they picked Kenyon Green, outside linebacker, Texas A&M. Outside linebacker. 16, Washington Commanders. <laughs> what, 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 what? Washington Commanders. <laughs> That's their name now? Yes. I don't know, but it's funny. Oh my gosh. Jahan Dodson, wide receiver, Penn State. Uh, 17, Los Angeles Chargers picked Z Zion Johnson, OL, Boston College. With the 18th overall pick, Tennessee Titans picked Traylon Burks, wide receiver, Arkansas. With the 19th pick, New Orleans Saints pick Trevor Pinning, OT, Northern Iowa. All right, we got a Panther. Where's he going? New Orleans. I suppose the term commander is better than them just calling themselves the Washington Players. Something's better than nothing at this point. I agree. With the number 20 pick, Pittsburgh Steelers pick. Kenny Pickett, QB, Pittsburgh. Oh, so they get them their new quarterback. From Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, hey, so, uh, well, since we finally got a quarterback, I wasn't supposed to see any of his tapes. He's pretty good. Um, I, I did watch some of his highlights. He does like to scramble. Well, he even scrambled for three touchdowns uh, the last season. And he's played college for the past five years, so he is straight up play ready. Yeah, well, we'll find out once the big lights on. Uh, with the twenty-one, with the twenty-one overall pick, Kansas City Chiefs pick Trent McDuffie, center back, Washington. Uh, twenty-two Green Bay Packers pick. Cool. Or I might say this wrong. Quay Walker, ILB, Georgia. Oh, inside linebacker. 23, Buffalo Bills. Kehar Elam, Elam, center back, Florida. 
24, Dallas Cowboys select Tyler Smith, O.L. Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Now Michael's going to cheer for this one. Number 25, Baltimore Ravens select Tyler Landenbaum, center, Iowa. Hey, that's Iowa University. Go Hawks. 26, New York Jets, Jermaine Johnson, Edge, Florida State. 27, Jacksonville Jaguars, Devin Lloyd, inside linebacker of Utah. Green Bay Packers with the 28th overall pick, Devontae Wyatt, defensive tackle, Georgia. New England Patriots, Cole Strange, outside linebacker, Chattanooga, Tennessee. 30th overall pick, Kansas City Chiefs. George Karolopis, Edge, Purdue. The 31 overall pick was the Cincinnati Bengals, and that was Dexton Hill, safety of Michigan. 32 was Minnesota Vikings. They picked Lewis Sign, safety, Georgia. And that was it for round one. That's where we had some trades in there. Interesting. I don't think they've done round two yet. Have they? Yeah. I know they have. Anyway, um, let's, uh, we need to talk about the Rams for a second. Did you know that, I mean, you, I still have to give you credit about what you saw in Matthew Stafford. I have to. Because no one saw, thought Stafford was, a, was, was, was anything. Because he had not won, you know what, in his 12 years of being a Lion, he had not even, not even, I mean, even when the couple times they did make it to the playoffs, they were wiped out in the first round. He didn't even win a playoff game, and everyone thought, who is this dude? Just, you're done. He goes to a new team. McVay saw, McVay must have saw the same thing you saw in him, a, a talent that just needed some weapons and someone to believe in him. And the first year he gets it, he gets the Super Bowl ring. Yeah, he um is definitely. I mean, honestly, here's the thing: I didn't see that coming. I seriously did not. But you did. Matthew Stanford is an amazing quarterback, and what makes him amazing is he doesn't have to look where he's going to throw it to throw it. He can be looking left and throw right, looking middle and throw left or right, and it messes with the defense because they don't really know where he's going with the ball. That's what makes Stafford Stafford. And he did that with the Lions. He's and it showed what he could do with a good O line as well as good receivers. So I do like I do, I've always liked Matthew Stafford. He is an amazing quarterback. So I do have the round two. And also did you for the Super Bowl because they finally stopped let doing the whole kneeling crap. Yeah. 
NFL, because you know, because they said they they said that they were losing lots of money. I mean, they said that they had like a, a, an average of like over a hundred million people not watching it. A lot of those years that people started feeling, they were starting to hurt them. It was starting to was hurting a lot of things, and then and then the pandemic didn't help much, so they were losing a lot of money. Oh yeah, for sure. So they works. said, "You know, what, we gotta start. We gotta. We, we can't do that no more." And uh, then they promised they would, and, and, and they, everyone was standing. And guess what? This game was the second most watched game in history. Oh no doubt, no doubt. They had every reason to, though. All right, the so. The first time it was two, I think they said it was two first time that two fours made it, like the, the fourth seed. Yeah. Yeah, it was the first Super Bowl, yeah, it was the first Super Bowl that none of the top three seeds was, was in since 1975. It's amazing. Yeah. It I is. mean, you, you can't always, the top seeds doesn't mean you're going to win it. And, uh, unless you're Tom Brady with the Patriots. And this, and have Belichick. I mean, and yeah, the Rams were on their home team, even though they were the away team. That's kind of funny. It's the first time that's ever happened. And the second time in NFL history grow. that the home, the away team or home team has won the Super Bowl at their home stadium. Uh, and it was in a row, too. That's ridiculous. That's why people are thinking, oh, should we uh, keep an eye out? Okay. Um, <laughs> maybe, well, well, let's see. Uh, Oh, well, oh, well, that means uh, next year should be the Cardinals. It's gonna be, the next year, uh, it'll be in Glendale. Ooh. Won't be the Cardinals. Maybe. They have a good team like they did last year. As long as that Carl Murray stays healthy, it'll be a good team. All right, round two. This is draft number two. Wait, hold on, hold on. Um, and, what? Response to state legislation adding restrictions on voting as well as restricting access to some medical procedures in school sports, participation from transgender youth, a number of public figures requested that the Super Bowl will be moved out of Arizona, <laughs> citing removal from Tampa after the state legislature failed to recognize Martin Luther King Day as president. And February 2022, over 200 faith leaders, including Reverend Jesse Jackson uh, and Reverend William Barber, petitioned the NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell to move Super Bowl out of Arizona in response to voting restrictions, introduced an Arizona bill, blah, 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 blah. Arizona Democratic Party Vice Chair also voiced our support to move the Super Bowl after the Arizona legislature passed, which restricts access to gender reassignment procedures from transgender youth. And Place restrictions on transgender students participating in school sports. So, wow. there's the political part that I don't uh, like about the NFL. It's, it's right there. I don't like it. Makes my blood boil. I love football. I do. And hence why we're covering this. But I hate the politic, polit, political side of everything. And it almost takes just, the fun out of watching. Can we just watch football for a few hours? Can we just play the game? Leave the politics out of it? 
like these people are getting paid to do. I'm trying to figure out what happened. I mean, they say, okay, so the NFL was on, was on transgender or something. We're against it. I don't know what's going on here. You know, I think this is why a lot of people have been going to soccer because there's no politics in it. Oh, dude, trust me. There's politics in everywhere. Not much soccer. The goalie got kicked in the head. Let's riot. Doubtful. Nah, he'll brush it off. He'll get back up. It's all right. And I bet they wouldn't even call a penalty on it. <laughs> they would. You're an asshole. I know. That's what makes me me. Ask my wife. She'll tell you. <laughs> Anyways, moving on from the political side of football. Round two, with the first pick, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, from the Jaguars, Logan Hall, defensive line, Houston. Number two, Green Bay Packers, from the Vikings, Christian Watson, wide receiver, North Dakota State. Three, Tennessee Titans, from the Jets, Roger Mc... McCreary, center back, Auburn. New York Jets from the Giants, Brees Hall, running back, Iowa State. Five, Houston Texans selected Jalen. Once again, if I mess this up, I'm sorry. Petray, safety, Baylor. Six, Atlanta Falcons from the Giants, Arnold. A, a bikity edge Penn State seven Chicago Bears Kyle Gordon center back Washington uh, Seattle Seahawks from the Broncos Boye Maffei edge Minnesota Seattle Seahawks also had the ninth overall draft pick Kenneth Walker the third running back Michigan State Number 10, Minnesota Vikings from the Colts, Andrew Booth, Jr., center back, Clemson. Clemson has a good, good football team. New York Giants from the Falcons, Wandell Robinson, wide receiver, Kentucky. With the 12th overall pick, Houston Texans select from the Browns, John Mitchell III, wide receiver, Alabama. What? Holy, yes, yes, yes. You're going to love this. Well, first of all, there's going to be small political shit first. The NFL Diversity, Equality, and Inclusion Committee announced that this must be a new policy for the NFL. All teams will be required to have at least one female or one minority assistant on the staff. I like that. Yeah, I don't mind. And it says here that the it's the Rooney rule could be expanded to women, meaning you can now have women coaches. Yeah. Okay. 
you know, you're, you're going to love this rule. You're going to love it. Everybody here is going to love it. The NFL has listened to the fans. Now, the overtime rules have been changed. Ooh. All right. Yeah, as everyone knows, as everyone knows, they changed it to if you score a field goal, the other team gets a possession, right? Yeah. So that means the first team scored a touchdown, they got a lot pissed off because they won by a coin toss. Yeah. You know? Now, that's going to stay the same. For the regular season, for the postseason, if you score a touchdown on the opening drive, it does not end the game. The other team gets a chance. Ooh, I like that. I love it. So what was that about regular game, season, though? That if it's an important game, then, yeah, I know, but. There's the political side again. Are you talking about the well, you we, we can't do it for all the game. I mean, let's, sure they're probably going to see. They're probably going to see how it works, and go from there. Yeah, we'll um, see. Oh, excuse my facial expressions. They're so exciting. All right, I'm almost whoa, done with whoa, these. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, what's, what's this? Uh, wait. Oh wait, Seattle traded Russell Wilson. Yep. And a fourth round pick to Denver in exchange for Drew I was, Locke. I was getting there. Oh, I'm sorry. That all happened in the draft. Well, it's, it's, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was on 10. I'm almost to 31 of the second. Most of that happened in the third round. That's what I was getting to. Kind of ruined the spoiler there. I'm sorry. Oh, well. Rating. It is good news, though. Yeah, well, I just... All right. Sorry about that. Got cut off there. So it was only the last 10 minutes. So I'm, if it was during the draft, which I'm pretty sure it was, I can find out where it was. But YouTube will have the rest of it anyway. So we're good. Oh, that's right. For the people that are coming in on this, the YouTube channel is up. And that's what we are doing right now. I'm actually recording while I'm recording the podcast. So for those that did get one, did notice that the last 10 minutes of this got cut out, you can go on YouTube and watch the live stream and it will be on there. All right. You said coach firings. Let's hear this. Anyway, not really surprised. The following teams got new coaches. Oh. Chicago Bears, Denver Broncos, Houston Texans, the Jaguars, we, and we knew the Raiders, oh. the Dolphins, the Vikings, and the Giants. They All those t- teams were, were all fired except for, as you know, Gruden, he resigned because of the email, back to politics shit. Um, okay, so they're new coaches. Chicago Bears got Matt Eberflus, mm-hmm. who spent the previous four seasons as the Colts defensive coordinator. Uh, 
Broncos now have Nathaniel Hackett, who spent the first his last three years as the Packers' offensive coordinator. Hmm. Texans get Bobby Smith, who spent the his previous season as the Texans' defensive coordinator and associate head co- head coach. He has been the head coach of the Bears previously, but uh, he was a better one than the one they currently had. Uh, the Jaguars now get Doug Peterson, who was the head coach of the Eagles for four years with three playoff appearances, and he even won the Super Bowl. So maybe he knows something. Yeah. Raiders, hey, Raiders, hey, we can't, uh, we, we can't go by that. I know. You know why we can't? Look who Dallas has. Fair enough. We can't go uh, by Raiders, that. The Raiders now get uh, Josh McDaniels, who spent the previous 10 seasons as the Patriots offensive coordinator and the quarterback coach. See, what I think Dallas should have done, me, this is me personally, find yourself a new damn quarterback because Dak ain't it. Dolphins has Mike McDaniel, who's with the previous 40 seasons as the 49ers offensive run game coordinator. Oh, yeah. Uh, Vikings, Kevin O'Donnell, who was uh, the Rams offensive coordinator. I knew that was coming. The Giants got Brian DeBully, who spent the previous four seasons as the Bills offensive coordinator. Now, here's some big ones. You ready? Oh, I'm waiting. Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach, Bruce Arians, has stepped down. He retired. Ooh. Their new coach is Todd Bowles, who spent the previous three seasons as the defensive coordinator for the Bucs. Did you say Todd Bowles? Bowles. Bowles, B-O-W-L-E-S. Oh, Bulls. Okay. I thought you said Todd Balls. Okay. I'm like, wait a minute. What? And now you're ready, you're ready for the biggest name of all? Hmm. 15 seasons. Sean Payton has, has retired. The coach of the, the Saints. Yeah. And replacing him is Dennis Allen, who was previously the Saints defensive coordinator. Yeah, but he's technically, the last I knew, he's still under contract or something. And there, there's going to be two uniform changes this year. Ooh. One, the, the Niners are going to have another stripe, and they're going to do more of a classic World War mark on their uniforms. And obviously the new ones, with, uh, the Washington Commanders, are going to have, they're going to keep the burgundy and gold, but they're also going to have a secondary helmet, which will be a black one. Which would be interesting. I could see it, kind of. Wonder what their logo is going to be. A big C. I don't know. Let's see. If it, let me see. It's going to be a C. It's going to be. That's not it. It's going to be a big capital C. Uh, well, that's not what I'm getting. Or it's going to be a sketch of something. No, oh my gosh, that is horrible. Oh, it's, okay, it's a giant 
Oh my God! You know what? I'm gonna I'm I'm going to have to share this. I, I'm sorry, fans. You won't be able to see it. Yeah, they will. Send it to me. All right. They have. They have. They have three. They, have three. they got the, a black one, this. a red one, and a gold one. Let's see, if I can't. I'm having trouble sharing this. I'm gonna send this screenshot to you. That's fine. So the one up on top is their primary. Not seeing it yet. Hold on. Is the primary. The three on the second row is going to be their also primary, the darker ones. The second one's for their, like, visitings. Here you go. Okay, so it's not a C. No, it's a, it's a giant fucking W with yellow trim. Check this out. All the way through it. You guys Tell see it that? I feel sorry for the Washington fans. Just, and if there is any, I salute you. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I kind of wish they did change it to the black. I mean, the black actually looks kind of not bad. But. Agreed. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? Uh, so looking on something. Uh, man. Uh, they did say that the, they're going to keep any team, any any games that has the most playoff. Tensions. Um, well, uh, yeah. All right. Oh boy. Playoff pretensions. Uh, they'll make sure that they stay at the la on Saturday nights. So that way, no one can miss them. Okay, that's awesome. Even though for people or like if there's more than one, then they'll have one Sunday night football like they usually like to do. Right, fair they're going to keep. They're going to keep the game. They're going to keep the schedule. Seventeen games, six with your rival, four games against the team from a division within the conference, four against with the, the other that rotates. Two against teams that are in the remaining division, and that bonus game is a non-conference opponent from a division that the team is not scheduled to play yet. So, it, so it's kind of interesting how that, that that last game is just completely random. Right. So that way, you never know who you're going to face until they make the schedule, which is yeah. actually not yeah. bad because you, you know what game who you always will need to play against, and then they're going to throw in a bonus one just to throw, put a whole put it all in the line yeah i agree um i'm trying to see if they have anything if they have any of the games like what will be the first game but it looks like they don't have the schedule written yet no i didn't figure they would though well they usually have something of it by the draft time all right well no i got nothing else i don't either 
Well, that was it for this uh, episode of Insane Seagulls Talking Football. We'll catch you guys very soon when we have more news to cover. In the meantime, have a good week and enjoy the enjoy the USFL if you have it. Yeah, enjoy the USFL. We got college season coming up, and we have NFL should be starting up. Well, what more news anyways will be starting up and scheduling, and we'll get those up as soon as we find something. All right, you guys have a good, safe rest of your week. And enjoy your weekend. And see you soon, Ghost. Out.